Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and I feel like today's episode is just like one big catch-up announcement episode. Like, I'm going to be honest, I don't have my normal format today because um, I am not feeling super good um, having some some fun Crohn's issues, but really didn't want to go a week without doing a podcast. I also want to make sure I did it good. Cause I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like I didn't love last episode. I, I felt like it was okay, but it wasn't my best. And, you know, I was talking to Scotland about it, of course, you know, and he's like, well, I mean, be proud that you did one, you know, which I was like, okay, so you too thought it sucked. Cause you weren't like, no, it was good. You know what I mean? Um, which I appreciated, but it was noted. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it, that he, he said it was good, but you know, anyways, um, I don't want to, sometimes I get in trouble for um, making jokes and not telling the truth about things. So whatever. Um, anyways, but I I am very, you know, just not feeling super good. And uh, I even missed like a fun event at work today. And you know, like, you know, when you're like, oh my God, I would get paid. I'm going to get paid to do this at work. And that's what you miss. And you're like, well, that was fucking dumb. Like, that's pretty much what happened today. Um, but it's okay because honestly, like everything I have to tell you is so exciting that I can't just not. So uh, that's just a pre-warning. That's just gonna be a little dip- bit different of an episode today, but all good things. So uh, might be a little shorter, but who knows? Every time I think that uh, we're talking for hours. So who knows? Uh, okay, so let's dive right into it. So uh, big announcement, of course. Uh, I am finally going to be vacating uh, living with my parents. So I am finally moving out again from my parents' house. So it's kind of funny. I think a lot of people ask me about, you know, my journeys and stuff with like living at home. And it goes a little something like this. Like this is my like history of living, you know, with my parents. So obviously, you know, I live with them through being a child and and getting into high school and all this stuff. And like, I just remember growing up always being like, I'm never going to come back here and I can't wait to go to college. I'm going to move away and blah, 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 like annoying teenage girl shit, you know, but even like at a young age. And it wasn't always that I was like, I want to get away from you. It was also just like, that's so fun. Like, I can't wait to start my own life and like do my own thing and all that kind of shit. So um, obviously in, you know, in 2010, I went to Sonoma State University for school. So I lived out in Sonoma County. And that's when I was convinced I was going to graduate from college and move to LA and do that like immediately, which I was so bummed about because I could have finished my psych minor. Uh, I was pretty close. I think I was only a few classes away. And I was so convinced that I wasn't going to be living in Sonoma County that I, you know, just stopped going to school. But then I ended up living in Sonoma County because I took a job at uh, Wine Country Radio and did radio up there for about five years. I did mornings with Dre and it was 
the most incredible experience of my life. And I'm so grateful that I did that. Uh, And I miss him every single day. And I miss being on air all the time. So, you know, what a wonderful experience. And then I took that, uh, you know, from that job, I was applying for more radio jobs. And this was the time, you know, in radio, it's very interesting industry uh, where, you know, to get to the top, like when you're from California, it's like kind of the goal to get to California, right? Like uh, the LA is here, San Francisco, you know, obviously New York and being another big market. But, you know, in order to get higher in California, you, you know, it's kind of known you got to leave California. So I took a job in Oregon to help big build up my resume to be able to, you know, ultimately get to the LA dream. And obviously I went out there and it just was not, um, you know, it wasn't the right fit for me. I I had the best boss, though. Like, I feel like I just got so lucky. And I know I've mentioned this before where, like, I've just had really good girl bosses. Like, my boss at Wine Country Radio, Natalie and Amber, were both so amazing and so instrumental to, you know, my just, like, I want to say upbringing, but like my professional career and just, you know, being a good, strong woman. Like I just got really lucky with that. Um, You know, Natalie, I had on the podcast before, so you can go back and listen to her episode, which was super fun. And then uh, Val was uh, Val Steele was my boss and she, you know, she just totally brought me in and uh, would let me like go to family dinners with her. And she was just so talented. It was super awesome to work for her. But, you know, mental health wise, I just I wasn't having a good time out there. And then physically, I got really sick because it wasn't too far before I went to Oregon that I had gotten lupus and fibromyalgia. So it was kind of like this perfect storm, you know, and I just, it just didn't, wasn't the right fit for me. Also, like, I'm just going to be frank with it now that I don't live there anymore, but like, I don't give a fuck about college sports. I'm going to keep it a hundo with you. I, it's not that I don't give a fuck about them. They're just like not my top choice of conversation. And when you go live in an area where the ducks are like the most important thing, and I'm on a station called K-Duck, like, you know what I mean? I feel like this is going to come bite me in the ass when I go try to work for like a college sports team or something. Um, but <laughs> I do love I love sports. I love watching any sports. It's just like I don't follow college sports. So uh, that was also hard about living in Oregon. So anyways, from there, I moved back home, you know, and at the time I was dating my ex and he was spo- supposedly moving to Oregon with me, but was never there for more than, you know, like a couple days. As the story goes, we know that this is a common theme. Uh, so anyways, so she, so anyway, so I, uh, I end up then moving back home with my parents with the goal to like, obviously not be there very long. And then, um, I was there for about like a year or so. And then, you know, was like, all right, let's move in together. So then obviously moved in with my ex. We all know how that goes. You can go back episodes if you don't. Um, how it ends up is that I end up a lot fucking happier and making the best decision of my life. Uh, and then so obviously I was six months there and then I moved back home with my parents and I've been with them again. So lucky that they even took my ass back in. You know what I mean? But they take me back in. I've been here for about a year now and uh, I'm super excited to share that I am now going to be moving out again. So this story is kind of like a whirlwind, basically. So, you know, I always knew I was going to move out. Uh, I kind of had it in my head March and April, because if you don't know, uh, if you're new to the podcast or my life, I my social life is popping 
but especially around weddings. And this year is a big one for me. I'm in three. And, uh, you know, I remember last year when I was going through my breakup, I literally like I moved out of my parents house or sorry, I moved out of my apartment into my parents house almost the week I was flying to the bachelorette party that I was planning as the maid of honor. So like, as you can imagine, what an emotional fucking turmoil. Okay. Like, I think I talked about it back then, you know, and I bring it up now of like, not just like, wow, that was hard, but okay, bitch. You know what I mean? I feel like we don't give ourselves enough credit, but looking back on it, I was heartbroken, heartbroken. And I was like, no, bitch, we're still going to Scottsdale. Still planning you a party that's literally surrounded by love. Like we're literally surrounded by love. Like, no, we're doing it. Like no questions asked. And then a mere months later, I was like officiating a wedding. You know what I mean? Like I it was I could talk about love because even though I was heartbroken, like I still always believed in love and I wanted to celebrate love. And it's because I'm always surrounded by such positive love stories that I knew that I wasn't in love. You know, I wasn't in the right relationship. So anyways, kumbaya and shit. This is just to talk about how I badass did this. Anyways, so my thought process was I would love to be out before the wedding start again, because I don't want anything to be like distracting me from that. And I knew like, obviously, my parents weren't kicking me out, but it's just not the ideal situation for me, especially working from home. I'm in this one room, my Peloton, my bed, my desk, like everything is kind of just in this one bedroom and it feels really like claustrophobic and I just have this hard time and I can see that it's affecting my mental health and I feel like I feel like I'm girl bossing. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm in a prime right now. I know I kind of mentioned this last episode, but honestly, like I'm in one of my best phases and it just... It feels like there's something missing there. And I think that last piece is me like moving out on my own again and being in my own space. Like I can't wait to decorate. Also, this is the first time I'm going to have like my own apartment. So I really get to decorate it literally however I want. Like I don't have to worry about male energy and having a boyfriend or having roommates, which like obviously I loved having roommates. I mean, I had some shitty roommates, as you know, like the burn the shit down on fire. And I had some other just like cackly ass bitches. Let me tell you one story. Actually, I love when we hop around like this. Uh, This is how we end up. I was talking, by the way, I talked to um, Bessie, the podcast, Julie, about the uh, situation, the story I told. And, you know, there's a little there's a few holes in the story there, but she liked the way I told it. But wish that we would have discussed a little bit more before I told the story about my roommate, because, you know, there were just there's a few things I forgot to mention. Like one day we just come home and like she's gone. Like I literally just came home and like her shit was gone and her bed was just there and it was awesome. Um, And then, I mean, I was stoked, obviously. She tried to get me kicked off campus first, but what her disadvantage was, was at this time I worked for residential life at Sonoma State. So like I knew what, what I think other schools call like an RA, we called it a CSA. And so I knew all the CSAs because I worked in, I didn't have that job, but I worked as like what they called a co-op leader. So I planned little events with the freshmen and stuff. And it was super fun. I really liked the job. That's how I met, you know, one of my best friends, Neil. I was his uh, groomswoman in 2019. Uh, so anyways, um, yeah, so she tried to get me kicked out, but like, no one's like no one's going to believe her shit when I fucking work for the cup. You know what I mean? That was my flex. I work for the school, bitch. 
she's so cool uh uh (laughs) anyways but my other roommate story I was gonna tell you because we talked about radio right so when I was working in radio uh you know I was working with a girl that I went to college with and then um, another girl who was like kind of our age. And then we were all working part time promotions and radio and like, you know, trying to figure out what we want to do. I mean, I knew I wanted to be on air and, you know, we're all just kind of figuring our shit out. So we all decided to live together. And at the time, one of the girls um, who has the same name as my mean roommate who lit shit on fire. So apparently this is like a danger name, but I'm not going to expose her. Right. So um, I'll just call her Alyssa as well. I don't remember what I called the last girl, maybe Amanda. But Alyssa, you know, she was already on the radio. Right. So Alyssa's mom comes to visit. Right. And I'm like, oh, how fun. Blah, blah, blah. I meet her. She seemed like, you know, fun, whatever. But at this time, I was working part time in radio. I had just quit Chipotle. So I was only working part-time radio, basically poor as fuck, just trying to like build my way to be on air. So I was taking any, you know, weekend shift or if anyone called in sick, like I basically quit Chipotle with no, like with no plan other than I fucking hope I can get on air. It was like probably one of the ballsiest moves I made, honestly, but it paid out. So, okay. I guess the mom didn't realize that I was there. Right. And you know, I, my whole life was about being on radio like I this was my dream since I was a kid and I talk about it all the time blah 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 so this this motherfucking bitch listen to this shit so I'm upstairs in my room taking a snooze because what the fuck else am I gonna do I'm like basically unemployed right and I hear her mom on the phone with one of her girlfriends and she goes oh yeah I'm in Alyssa's house mm-hmm. yeah you know what's so funny yeah. So um, one of her roommates here, it's been like her whole ass dream to be on radio. And, and you know, Alyssa just kind of walked in and they gave her a job. But this girl like went to college for it. I know. I know. I know. I know. Alyssa like really got it. Like this girl is trying so hard and they're and, like obviously Alyssa's better. By the way, she wasn't. And I say that with no I say that trying not to be as cocky as possible, but I can genuinely tell you that she wasn't. If anything, we were equals, but even that makes me want to throw up. Okay. But her mom was talking so much shit. So I was like, at what point do I let her know I'm here? You know what I mean? Like, how far should I let this bitch go knowing that she's talking mad shit about me in my house? So then I just casually walked down the stairs and I was like, oh, hi. And she was like, oh, hi, sweetie. How are you doing today? I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, we're fine. See, the difference between your daughter and me is like your daughter is a bitch and people will see that and then not like her and it will be fine. But I am a genuinely good person and people will see that and I will also be fine. And you know what happens? Like one of us has a very nice successful podcast and I genuinely don't know what the other girl's doing and I could honestly give two fucks. But yeah, I caught her mom just like straight talking shit about me. Ready to throw hands at any point. Anyways, in my living journey, this is just me going back to the fact that <laughs> I'm moving out. So exciting. OK, so but this whole thing, of course, is a journey, too, because everything's a story for me. So basically what happened was, you know, um, my one of my aunts who I, who I love so much, uh, she was moving out. So I was going to take her place. And then she ended up 
uh, not being able to move out. So then there was a studio right next to where she was staying. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I'll take that. That's going to be so fun. We'll live right next to each other. I was super excited about it. Right. And I did something I have never done before, which is not look at a place before I kind of commit to it. Right. I cannot I cannot tell you to learn from my mistakes more than saying this right here. I was like, I like I was in my mind. It was fine. The way they described it to me, I was like, no, this is going to be great. It's a studio, whatever. I end up going to visit it. And, you know, it's just it was a really, really cute spot. No shade. It was just small. And it felt to me I start. So I went down there and I had my painter's tape and basically I was like taping out okay where could my bed fit where could my desk fit and I couldn't fit like a desk and I couldn't fit I wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to fit the peloton and I was like listen I if it's not looking at me I'm not gonna use it and I don't think I'm gonna be going to the gym still anytime soon I fully support people who go I still like I don't I'm weird I think everybody's like this I think people have like certain things that still kind of freak them out with COVID and the gym's one for me I'm never really liked going anyway, so maybe it's just still an excuse. But, you know, that's just one for me. And I don't want to say that to say people should be afraid because people like, you know, there's trainers and people who like make their living off going to the gym. So like, please still go if you're comfortable. I just like haven't found that little niche yet. And also like, I don't I don't have a gym membership anymore. Um, and I pay for the Peloton. So, you know, anyways, so I ended up not being able to fit. And I'm like in this panic. I'm like, oh, my God. Technically, I hadn't signed any paperwork yet. But to me, I was like, I committed because I told them I was going to move in. You know, it was really funny because Scotland FaceTimed me when I was at the place. And he's like, so you don't like it? And I was like, I didn't fucking say anything. I didn't say anything. I was just like, oh, this is the place. He's like, yeah, so you hate it. And I was like, OK, bitch, read me my rights. Why don't you? And then so I got back in the car and I had this conversation with him. And I thought this was like a, a, a kind of cute, but like, you know. I was like, he was calling me out, but it was accurate. It was I think it was might have been a few days later or something. And I I honestly was so busy with work. I was like, I can't even process like what to say or how to think it out. So finally, I had time to like think and like I want to get back to them because I was like, maybe I can make this work, you know, and I kept figuring out ways to make it work. And Scotland was like, don't say yes, because you don't want to like disappoint people like you're saying you're not going to say yes because you like it. You're going to say yes because you don't want to let down, you know, your aunt and you don't want to let down the people that you're renting from. And, you know, he's like, you'll be fine. And I was like, once again, just fucking read me. Why don't you? It's fine. Yes, I don't like to let people down. So I do things. And sometimes, you know, they're not the right choice for me. I'm having that hard time right now because I just wrote out like, all the events that I had planned this year as far as like weddings and, you know, like I turned 30 this year and all these things. And I was like, it's hard for obviously I don't have the PTO to cover all these things. I know there's jobs that have like unlimited PTO and I'm like, how do we all get that? You know what I mean? And so right now I've been kind of trying to figure out, you know, what I should and shouldn't attend. And it's all comes down to like, just not wanting to let people down. And that's such a hard thing to like get through. And so, you know, it, it's just it's so it's so painful. It's so painful. Like you never want to let anybody down. And but you have to because in in not letting other people down, you're letting yourself down and they don't want that. Like ultimately, the people in your life who care about you, like they don't want you to feel 
bad. And if they do, then they're actually not good people anyway. So just snip, snip. You know what I mean? Okay. So anyways, I make this decision, right? So then I plan a couple apartment viewings. So I go and view and you know what's funny is we I viewed this one. So I had two on a weekday and then I went and did three on Saturday. So the two, you know, there was this place. It was kind of like another in-law unit. And my mom was like, oh, this is going to be such a good place, blah, 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 blah. Right. And we had good vibes going for that one. Like vibes where we're like, yeah, I mean, granted, it was on Crockett Street, which was the last name of my ex. And I was like, I don't know about those vibes, but I was like, whatever. I like try to block that out immediately. I was like, no, 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 don't don't let Satan in today. Like you're going to be fine. So anyways, so I go and view this place, right? You guys, (laughs) I show up. There's like no one in the main house. I'm like, what the shit is this? So I call and the lady's like, oh, just go go to the the door and the girl who's currently living there will let you in. She'll show you around. I'm like, okay, sweet. So I go knock on the door. Well, I mean, I, by the way, when I say, okay, sweet, I just want you to know in my head, I was like, what the fuck? That's so weird. So I go out, this poor girl. I mean, honestly, she looked like she was 21. Like she looks so young and she's like moving her stuff out. So her shit's everywhere. Like, I mean, I couldn't even walk in there and I'm like trying to maneuver around her stuff. Right. And it's super awkward. I'm like, oh, how long have you lived here? She's like, I lived here for a while, but you know, like, my boyfriend and I broke up, so and I can't afford the place on my own. I'm moving out. And I'm like, oh, my God, girl. I was like, that was me. Th- like, literally this time last year, like, things are going to get better. You know, like, what the fuck she wants stranger advice for? But, like, you know me. I can't. I can't help it. I can't help it. But then the worst thing happened, you guys. I walked by, and she had this jar, and it said wedding fund. She thought she was going to marry this bitch, you know, which makes sense. They were like living together and she probably wasn't as young as I thought she was. I'm just like getting old as fuck. So everybody looks young to me. Oh, my God. I wanted to cry. I felt so bad. I was like, I got to get out of here. So I don't know. Like I should have caught vibes off the name of the street, but I caught vibes again. I was like, I'm in a good I'm in a good, healthy relationship. I can't be in fucking breakup vibes house. I can't have that energy for me. Not fucking honeymoon fund jar empty. I hope she breaks the jar. I hope it's therapeutic. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. It was so tragic. It was so tragic. So anyways, then I went and viewed. uh, So, okay, this is the other part because you're probably like, where are you moving? And I'm really sorry. I haven't talked much about this on the podcast in general because I really wanted the time to tell people. But then I'm just so bad. Like, I've just been so busy. Like, I'm so bad at communicating sometimes. I was a communications major. And I think communication is my strong point with everything except texting. Like, that is where, like, that's my, what do they call it? That's my, like, downfall. But I feel like, I don't know. It's like my Achilles heel. That's what I'm thinking of. That's my Achilles heel is texting. So, like, I'm really bad. So I'm so sorry if you're finding out here on the podcast, but I feel like there's a part of the story that's just like too funny to resist. So the the place that I was going to take was in basically San Jose. And as we as we may know, Scotland is from basically San Jose. So this conversation actually kind of like peaked up. And I try to remember when this conversation started. I want to say it was like December. Right. And if you recall, Scott and I matched in November. So the way I must have sounded so crazy a little bit of like, guess what? Like, 
now I'm going to because I always talked about moving, obviously, because I'm like, yes, I'm 29 years old. I live with my parents and this is not the plan forever. Um, No judge. No judge. It's just that I hurt. You know what I mean? Like I can't. So anyways, uh, I, I am I was afraid. I was like, is he going to be excited or is he going to be like, hmm, this bitch is already trying to move to my area. Crazy vibes. I was like, this was not for you. Okay, it just happened. So anyways, um, he did not take it as crazy vibes. At least he didn't say so. And honestly, like, I don't think he doesn't express himself. Like, I would be so surprised if he was like holding back that he thought I was like fucking crazy for that. I gave him a lot of other reasons to think I was crazy. I just that one wasn't one. So anyways, but it really like I hadn't when it took me a while to commit to it. I then, you know, and then all the switching around because I think I finally committed in January and I still, you know, I wasn't sure for a while. And then then basically it was like the switcheroo. And then obviously all this happened in February. So like because it wasn't solid, like I just wasn't telling anybody. So anyways, I'm telling you all now. But if you're wondering where I'm moving to, um, I am still moving down to the San Jose area and uh, and, and and still in a non crazy way. Honestly, like I have always loved that area. I was born in born and raised for a little bit in that area. And I I love the sharks. I'm a sharks fan. I have friends in San Jose. Um, obviously, I have a lot of friends up here in Livermore and Pleasanton and Dublin. And I'm having a really hard time with the idea that I won't be like as close. But honestly, it's not that bad of a drive. And yeah, of course, being close to Scotland is a huge bonus. And uh, I'm very excited about that. But yes, finally, after all this time. And you know what? Honestly, like, I got to give it to my parents on this one. Like, they were such great roommates. And I'm just so lucky. I feel like it's hard to look back and see a situation and not feel like it was a failure for me. Like, I, of course, we don't view other people the same way we view ourselves, right? So, like, for me, I could see people living at home at all ages and not think anything of it. Be like, oh, that's so smart. They're saving money or they're comfortable or, like, why move out if you're having a good time? And, like, I'm having a good time and I am saving money, kind of. Honestly, I've been, like, paying off debt and shit that, I mean, remember when I told you I was unemployed for, like, a minute and just trying to get a radio? Yeah, like, the only way you're able to do that is by building up an insane amount of credit card debt. So that's where we're at. But anyways, you know, I just always I it was hard for me for so long to not see like moving home as this like big failure for myself. Right. And looking back on it, like I'm so glad both times because I've always been close with my parents, obviously. But this was just such a special experience. And like we're so close now like you know and I um didn't know I was gonna get so emotional talking about this but I just feel like I just got really lucky in the aspect that like first of all they even let me do this in general like especially not paying rent like that was the the shit for sure and um you know they're just two really great people and it's just been fun like I know there's been points of contention like when I leave my clothes in the dryer and I drive my mom absolutely insane or like I have this like I, you know, I've lived on my own for so long that I kind of have my own system as far as like when I would put dishes away, like I would eat breakfast in the morning, 
like while working and I'd throw my dish in and at lunch I'd clean it. Yeah, my mom didn't like that. So, you know, there was contentions for sure. But overall, like I have these amazing memories of getting to go on like 12 o'clock walks with my mom or, you know, and just getting to do all this fun stuff with her and then, you know, always interrupting my dad's shows at night. And he's got his little man cave with a couch and I just like plop on and chat with him. And, uh, you know, I just I'm really grateful for that situation that I ended up in and that, you know, I ended up coming back home. So I feel like that's to me is just the lesson of, you know, even when something's so shitty, you know, and you're in the situation, you're like, God, this is the worst. Like there's always something good that comes out of it. You know, our family motto is everything happens for a Riesling. And uh, I just happen to I have to believe that because moving home was, you know, not my easiest choice, but it was my best choice for sure. And I've really enjoyed it. That being said, there are so many things I'm looking forward to being on my own. It is time. It is time. So, uh, yeah, I basically it's happening super quick. Like it's Monday right now and I'm going to pick up actually the day this podcast comes out, I'm going to go, um, down and sign the lease and pick up my keys. So I probably won't move for, I, it was available March 1st. So I taking it March 1st. Um, but I will probably do a slow move uh, because uh, obviously I didn't realize I was fully moving. So I'm not super packed, although everything's still in boxes from, you know, my past, obviously. So anyways, um, who knew that it could take 28 minutes to tell you guys that I was moving? But here we are. Uh, we love to see it. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to be so extra. Be ready for the interior decor TikToks they're coming. They're coming. I've been trying to figure out how to get an Amazon storefront because I feel like, listen, I know you're like, bitch, you're not a fucking interior designer. Okay. And I hear you, but I feel like I spend so much time on TikTok looking at other people's decor that I am going to be really good at this. And so I want to like link my stuff that I get in my Amazon storefront and be a fucking apartment influencers like let me just be me okay i'll keep you updated keep you updated as you know i kicked off my 2022 by getting covid listen it was it was an interesting move on my part but i did it anyways and one of the best parts was i had to sit there and think about like all these things that i had to get done right but the one thing i didn't have to worry about was bread. I knew that no matter what, I at least could eat toast because my bread club was coming. And I really recommend, listen, nowadays we're going right back into isolation. You're not going to want to go out to the store. So why would you want to go grocery shopping, sit around the bread area with all these hundreds of people trying to decide what bread to get when you could just get it delivered right to your door. The Keith Justo Bread Club is where it's at. I'm telling you, if you have a New Year's resolution to like be smarter, this is the way to do it, okay? You get, each month you get four different loaves. So you get two baguettes, a sourdough loaf, and then a surprise loaf, which I always think is so fun. And I have such a good time trying to figure out like what recipe I wanna use next. Like it's just the best. So I highly recommend that you get this bread club. You can sign up at kgbreadclub.com. Plus, you are going to get 50% off your first box just by using promo code SLEEK. You can find the whole link in my bio on Instagram at Ashley Sleek. That's kgbreadclub.com or find the link at Ashley Sleek on Instagram. Okay, as I mentioned, I had so many big updates 
for you all. And this, listen, the move was exciting, but I have a feeling, just have a small feeling, you are going to be a little bit more excited about this one. So Scotland has, we've crossed a big, big leap in our relationship. Not only did he come up and meet some of my friends, but he also met my parents and my sister and my brother-in-law, which so in question of the week this week, I asked about, you know, first impressions because I just thought it was funny, you know, like he, he wasn't nervous at all. So he says, I'm not I'm not one to question him on his stances. Uh, I think, um, <laughs> you know, I would I'm always nervous, so can't relate. Uh, but <laughs> I was asking about first impressions. If someone's like giving you like a really bad one or if, you know, like you, you just remember one. So I don't have time to run through a lot of them, but two of them like stood out to me and made me laugh really hard. So um, one was the first time I was meeting my now sister-in-law, she talked down to a server at dinner, a total no-go. Like, right? Honestly, you can tell so much about people by the way they treat like wait staff. And I think that's a lot. I've, I've heard this before when people talk about dating too, like how important it is to actually go out so you can see how people like treat waiters and stuff like that, especially if you've been in food service. I mean, you shouldn't be an asshole no matter what, but like when you've worked in the food service industry, like now it's personal, like now it's personal. If you're an asshole to a server, it's like, no, no, no. Meet me outside. Like, what that one girl say on Dr. Phil? Catch me outside. <laughs> the culture of things we've been through, honestly. Uh, okay, so <laughs> the other one was, I was high when I met my boyfriend's grandma and called her grandma all night. She hated it. Okay, but by the way, I probably would have, I mean, I wouldn't have gotten high. That was a choice um, move on your part. But I always talk about, like, all my friends' parents, like, I just call them mom and dad, and I never thought anything of it. There was this one shady occurrence. Let me just tell you about it. I'm going to read the rights. It's been years. These people are still in my life, but I'm telling the story anyways because I think it's so fucking shady. So I always call parents, like, mom and dad, and I don't know why. I just, I think it just, like, makes me feel more connected to them, but there was the shady rumor going on that basically I was doing that because, like, I didn't feel love from my own parents. And I literally just cried talking about moving away from them. And I'm fucking 29 years old. So like, let's relax on that front. So this one time I was at a lacrosse game, right? And I, my mom was there. Important to know my mom was there. And so was my dad. And I like one of the moms was like, hey, Ashley, I'm like, hey, mom, you know, and she turned to one of the other moms and goes, yeah, like she calls me mom because her mom doesn't show up to anything. My mom was right there. How my mom didn't beat this woman's ass, by the way, because like we have history and she already doesn't like her and she just kept her composure. And then I like I, and I didn't even know this was happening. Right. Because like I was on the field. So how how did I know? And then I like was like, mom, like I was like yelling and waving at her because I was like, excited she was there. And my mom's like, oh, hey. And like, I'm sure this lady who like said that her face. But what a fucking bold statement to make. And also so incorrect. Could not be like my mom went to a lot of my lacrosse games when I was in college. 
But also, like, I was at Sonoma State. Like, high school, you know, she was working for Macy's. It was tough. But, like, in college, she was there a lot. So shade, shade on that name. So anyways, I'm sorry. You guys are like, Ashley, you literally dropped some juicy information. And then you were like, let me ramble on about this mom from a lacrosse game. I'm so sorry. Let me take it back for you. Let me take it back. So Scotland met some of my friends, some some really uh great human beings I love so much. We went to brunch, which, you know, is my favorite activity. So I was really excited. Uh, We met Kim and Alex, which, you know, very, very big friends of the pod. So obviously uh, that was super fun. And then um, my friend Erin and her boyfriend, Jake, and my friend or her husband. (gasps) So shady, Ashley. My dad even officiated their wedding and I was a bridesmaid. Look at me. Ugh, so bad. And then my friend Nadia and her uh, boyfriend, Kyle. And we uh, had such a fun brunch. It was amazing. I think everyone got along. They seemed to really well, which was uh, just so fun. And it was just so great. I, honestly, normally in that scenario, I would have just gone fifth wheel status like I or seventh wheel, you know, and I was so excited to like have him there. Not just because I didn't have to be a fifth wheel because like we know I fucking live, breathe like I eat, pray, love that shit all day, every day. But it was just so fun to like just have him see that part of my world. So then from brunch, we went to go to my parents' house and met my parents. And that went actually really well. I mean, not actually, not like I'm surprised, honestly. Like it was funny. It was fun. I I guess it was funny and fun. I was fun to not feel like nervous about it. I don't know. It was very one of those things for me where I was like, I genuinely like if they don't like him, something's wrong with them. Like, I I don't know. Like, he's just so likable. So I was like, there's no way this doesn't go well. Uh, Also, you know, I've noticed that my brother-in-law and my dad, you know, they're they're like homies. They like hang out and they talk all the time. Right. Uh, But they talk about two main subjects and that's sports and San Jose. So I did. I could not have lucked out better to find somebody who loves sports and also lives in San Jose because that those two and you're like Ashley how much can you talk about San Jose oh so much so much you can talk about San Jose I mean I have to be able to name every fucking restaurant in the area at this point or like little thing on the corner I'm just saying and listen I uh (laughs) yeah it was just it was it was really it was really great and so you know I got feedback you know from everybody. Uh, my sister said, well, I like him, so don't fuck it up. And I was like, great. You know, she's like, well, you know, try not to fuck it up because I like this one. And I was like, I ate girl. And I know that she liked him, too, because, you know, this little thing happened that I thought was interesting and she's going to hate me for talking about it. But I'm doing it anyways. It's my fucking podcast. And just like Lexi and Euphoria, who got to p- put her sister's shit on blast, it's art. So anyways, and I, by the way, I don't watch Euphoria, but I've seen enough TikToks to know what's going on. So I went in to pee and my mom, of course, like, and do some like in-house gossiping with my mom, you know, like get the tea. Like, what are you thinking so far? Right. And so uh, I go in there and my sister's like, like, does Scotland need another water? I'm like, oh, probably I can bring him one. She's like, okay. And then she like goes out, but like, I'm still talking to my mom. So she goes out in the garage. She like grabs water. She hands it to me. And I'm like, Thanks. But I'm still like, you know, getting the good tea. And then she just takes it from me and brings it out to him. I'm like, okay, bitch. You already think you already think I can't take care of my mans? All right. I see you. I see you. I was like, okay, girl. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. She didn't bring anything out for her husband, I noticed. I'm just saying. Just throwing that out there. Um, I'm just kidding. Not at all. It was it was shady. It was shade shade. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, so <laughs> anyways, it ended up going really well. And, um, you know, my mom said that uh, and my sister both gave the feedback that I seemed very calm, which, you know, I took as a compliment until I said it back out loud. Now I'm like, am I not fucking calm? Like, they're like, you were just so like they kept bringing it up how calm I was around him. And I was like, what the fuck are you trying to say? You know what I mean? Like, he's not an ambient, you know, like, leave me alone. So anyways, they just said that um, said I was calm and that the, she liked the way we looked. They looked like the way we looked at each other. So <laughs> that's good, too. And I loved having him there. It was it was amazing. And then we decided to uh, stay the night in Livermore at a hotel because obviously I live with my parents. So that wasn't going to happen. And so um, we stayed at a I I did not get him a Motel 6 stay. Just want to make that very clear. Because did he ask for one? Yeah, he did. He was like, oh, we could just stay at the Motel 6. I'm like, no, you know, that's just not the place for you. Also, the Motel 6 in Livermore is like so close to my parents' house. So we ended up staying. I, I took him a little class here. I brought him to the Best Western. Um, and it was really nice. But before that, I took him to my favorite restaurant in the whole world, which is the Ale House in Livermore. And when I tell you that this was equally important to me as him meeting my friends and parents, it was equally important. I just watched him look at the menu. And then I was being a little bit of I was being a little controlling because I really wanted him to get the burger. So I let him look at the menu for like maybe 0.2 seconds. And I was like, no, like this is the page with the burgers because they're just so good, you know, and he did go for the steak fries, which I don't recommend, like the beer batter fries or what's up. I know there's controversy there, but I'm just saying, um, you know, he went for the beer batter or he went for the, the, the steak fries and they were OK. But I do I feel like his experience would have been a little bit better with the beer batter fries? Yes, but he tried mine. He said fries are fries, which I tried not to take personal. But that that statement's not true. But it's fine. Uh, then we went back to the Best Western. Obviously, I wasted no time. I was like, this has been the best day ever. Let's, you know, finish it the right way. Um, so then we did that. And then um, we ended up door dashing one of the Mexican restaurants that I love in town. And here's the thing, you guys. So like I I made this joke to him because obviously I've talked about it here on the podcast, you know. We talk about my poop problems at his apartment all the time and how like I refuse to go in his room and you know I just try really hard to not get sick when I'm around him which is why he thinks I don't eat anything and it's just because I'm trying really hard not to have to shit right um I took all the precautions. I didn't get a burger at Ale House. I got the chicken strips. I didn't even I ordered ranch and then I didn't use it cuz I know that usually gives me the shits. My burrito was quite literally rice and and chicken like there was no cheese no sour cream um and somehow like I think I cursed it because I made a joke where I was like well like this is it like I can't hide from you if I have to shit like we're sharing a hotel room you know bathrooms right here I got up so many times in the night like I've been so sick all day still it's been like once an hour I've been shitting and I was like why god I know I make a lot of fucking jokes. Okay, so I know why he's doing this to me. I know why she's doing this to me. 
Beyonce. It's because, you know, I make too many jokes and um, I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. Obviously, like he doesn't make me feel embarrassed. I was just like it was more that I put it out there and was like, can't hide from you. And I, I just felt bad because the door was really like loud. You know, why? Why is that? I feel like actually almost every hotel I've stayed in has had the loudest ass bathroom door. It's like, hello, I'm trying to be a secret shitter. And you're just like, hello, attention, everybody in the room. This girl's taking a fat shit. Like, why? Just why? Why do we have to be like that? It's fucking rude. Okay. I know. So I'm sorry. What? I'm not. I have an I'm sorry. What moment? I think I'm going to save it for for next week because we're already, you know, deep in. And this is just the announcements episode. This is like, you know, every once in a while, I like to fuck with the format for funsies. But um, I, I think my I'm sorry. What moment is for loud hotel bathrooms? And um, anyways, anyways, um, I am excited to have an episode where I just share all this good news with you. And I'm trying to not get emotional again because it's just like, wow, the podcast, like we've, we've been through it. We've been through it together, especially in in the last like years, you know, like we've just been, been, been through it. And honestly, like it feels so obviously I still have my, I'm like, you know, she's still got mental health problems, but we're going to therapy, working through it. I love my therapist. He's got like purple hair and I love his vibes. And, um, I like, we're going regularly and I just feel better. I'm in like this. I'm with someone who makes me just so incredibly happy. And we met on Bumble. Just letting you know it's possible. Um, I think Bumble should sponsor the podcast because of this. Uh, But, you know, I just I'm so happy and I'm getting to move and all these things are falling into place, which for somebody with with anxiety and I don't I don't know, maybe people without anxiety feel this way. But I just I know my people who have anxiety like you're just kind of waiting like when too many good things happen, you're like waiting for the other shoe to drop. You're like, okay, what the fuck's like what bad thing's going to happen because of this. But I have been really fighting so hard of those thoughts not coming in and, you know, actually doing a relatively good job at it and just trying to like really embrace the moment. Obviously, like I found out today about the apartment like mere hours ago. So obviously, you know, there's there's all that. And um, yeah, I'm just I I can't believe it. I'm I'm super excited. I can't wait for a new backdrop because listen, I've got I've got people in my life. Actually, my two eights in my life have already given me a hard time about my backdrop on my podcast. You know, my best friend was like, hey, you know, maybe in your new place, you shouldn't have your closet as your backdrop. And then I made this comment to Scotland where I was like, oh, I I like clean my room so you could see it, you know, and then you didn't even like go in there. And he's like, well, and I was like, oh, oh, sorry. So I said I had cleaned my room, but then I didn't because this is what happened. I had this cute outfit planned for brunch. Okay. And then the girl lease chat went off and they said, we're going casual leggings and a cute top. And I was like, what the fuck? That throws off my whole vibe. I had I was going to wear my yellow dress. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm all fucked up. Right. So then I like tore apart my room trying to find like we were dressing casual to not freak out about outfits. And yet I had the hardest time finding an outfit because it was casual. 911. So anyways, uh, I was like, oh, well, I tore apart my room. So it's like not as clean. And he's like, well, I, f- I see it. It's messy. Like I see it on the podcast. And I was like, OK, first of all, like there's no closet doors and I try really hard to keep it organized, but there's a lot of shit back there. OK, like 
I am one person who had a two-bedroom apartment to herself, basically. It was just my shit in there. And then I moved to one bedroom. It's a pretty big bedroom. It's like an old master. It's not like, you know. But anyways, I'm very grateful. I think we heard that already. Uh, Thank you for listening to this podcast. This is going to be an unedited one because I am going to have to go to the bathroom soon. We're we're past the time. And um, anyways, I just get so excited when I have like fun, good news to share. So, um, you know, for everyone who's just like going through it or having a hard time, just know that like your moment's coming and there's going to be bad times. And there's going to be good times and they'll probably happen back to back to back. And, you know, just hold on to those good moments and just take the bad ones as as learning lessons. And, um, you know, as we said, everything happens for a Riesling. And I um, I just am so happy and grateful for where I am right now. And um, I'm excited to face this next big chapter in my life. And so probably not the next episode, but maybe two episodes from now, I'll be recording from a brand new place. (gasps) I'm so excited. Okay. Please remember to like download, subscribe, um, the, to the podcast, because, you know, um, that also means that I am now having to pay rent again. So the funds are going to be lower. So, you know, if we could just like blow up the podcast, that would be awesome. I don't do it for the money, but it's a nice, you know, it's a nice little add on. Um, speaking of money, don't forget, you know, I, I really, I bought all this shit from Kitsch and I'm loving it so far. I use my towel scrunchie that and like so basically like I took a shower when I work from home, like take a shower and then, you know, I'll like put my hair up and I'll blow dry it at some point in the day. And so I did that this morning and it was so nice with a little towel scrunchie having it up there. I was like, oh, I love this. Um, I haven't I tried my ice roller, not from the freezer. Literally, when I pulled it out of the box, it was already cold and I was rubbing on my face and it already was like helping me relieve anxiety. And then I'm super excited to try my heatless curling set. I'm so excited. So um, you can use promo code AshleySleek15 to get 15% off. Shop the link in my bio. Also, of course, signing up for Bread Club is the best idea. I oh, It's going to be a fight now because I'm going to move and I might have to take my Bread Club with me. So I don't know what's going to happen with my parents and the Bread Club on this one, but we'll find out. <laughs> Okay, you guys, I love you so, so, so much. Thank you for listening. Um, Have a great rest of your week and um, I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye.